Welcome back to our weekly Spirit of Joy sermon podcast. I'm David Hansen. I'm the pastor of Spirit of Joy, and I am so happy that you are a part of our community. This week, today in fact, our community begins a huge undertaking. We are reading the whole Bible from cover to cover in 90 days. And in addition to our community here at Spirit of Joy, Many others around the country are joining us in the B90 Challenge, and if that includes you, welcome. If you would like to find more resources about reading the whole Bible this summer, go to sojoy.org, that's S-O-J-O-Y dot org, slash B90, where you'll find schedules, tips, resources, and so much more. This week's sermon, from May 27th, is the power of the word and our text for the week are deuteronomy 6 1 through 9 and john 1 1 through 5 and 14. thank you for listening and may you be transformed by god's word acting in your life so i thought we would begin the, the B90 Bible Challenge with, with, with the Bible quiz. Uh, and so, I want to see how great your Bible knowledge is. Are you ready? Right, we're ready? Alright, so, the first verse I want you to, di- you to identify is this. En arche en halagas kai halagas en prastantean kai hateas en halagas. Right, you all know that one, right? Yes? Uh, all right, let's try again. Let's try again. Entice Hamerais, Athenais, Agoneto, and Dogma, Kaiseras, Augustu. Right, you got that one? No? Ah, oh, all right, so that's John 1 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We just heard it. And the second was Luke 2 1. A decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world was to be enrolled. It was a Greek. But I want to remind us as we prepare to read the scripture that we are always reading a translation. That unless we're reading it in the Greek and the Hebrew and the Aramaic, it's coming to us through a filter, through a translation. And so whichever way you're reading the translation, whether you're reading the one we declare on Sunday mornings or an NIV or a King James Version or an NRSV, It's all a translation. And so there's going to be little differences as we go through that actually help us to understand better. If you want to learn the Greek, let's talk. I know it's high on your list, right? But we are getting ready to jump into this filtered translation of of God's Word. And I want to start by encouraging you. I want to say this. It is not that hard to read for 30 minutes every day. Meg and I finished up this last week uh, and we got all the way through. But what is hard is doing it over and over and over again, day after day after day after day. That's where the challenge really comes in. Um, You know, at the beginning of the year, you've probably heard me say this before, at the beginning of the year I set a goal for myself to lose 10 pounds. Kept up with that goal and I only have 15 pounds to go. It's one thing to set the goal. It's another thing to sit down and to do it. It's half an hour every day, but it's every day. 
And it's that rhythm and habit of returning to it again and again and again. And if, as happens to all of us, as happened to me last week, you miss a day, it is picking up the next day and reading for two sections instead of one, so that you don't fall behind. So we're gathering together to read the Word of God, and, and, and I hope you were listening as Leanne read that opening to John 1, because the story of creation is what we're going to read this week in Genesis 1, but John tells it a little bit differently. John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. What is the Word of God? What is the Word of God? Bible, says Reggie. Jesus, says Jim. We tend to think of the Bible as the Word of God. It's the language we use. Yes, sir. What's that? The Word of God is the Word of God. Absolutely. Right? So we tend to think of the Bible. He's not wrong. Uh, the Bible is what we tend to think of as the Word of God. But John says that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. The promise of God is the Word given to us. Scripture is what bears witness to that Word. It is secondarily the Word of God. The one that we worship is Jesus Christ, not the book. And sometimes we get confused about that. Yeah? Sometimes we get confused about that. It points us to Jesus Christ and his promise for us. We are going to sit down and read the whole Bible this summer, and it's going to be hard because we're going to get hung up on all the words and all the names. And last week at the end of the week for me, it was all the instructions for how to build and the temple and clothe the priests. and It's a lot of words. But to be clear, the experience of diving into Scripture is not about memorizing or knowing all the right words. The experience of diving into Scripture is so that we can meet the one who is the Word. The experience of diving into Scripture is not about memorizing different verses of the Bible, but meeting the living God who comes to us through those promises still today. So, you're going to read a lot of words. A whole lot of words. And some of them you will understand. And you'll go, uh-huh. And some of them you'll read them and you go, what? Or why? Or how? The experience of Scripture is not about knowing the right words. It's about meeting the living Word of God. I think that reading the Bible is a powerful experience. But let me be clear. It is not the words on that page that will change your life. And if you carry through with this, I will be shocked if your life is not changed. Your life will be changed because as we read Scripture, we start to see God better in our lives every day. As we read scripture, we grow closer to that one who is the word made flesh, living among us full of grace and truth. That's our goal this summer, to grow closer in relationship with God and with one another. Because the word of God, John 1, the word of God, who was in the beginning with the word, with God, who is God, 
who became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word of God changes lives. The Word of God changes the world. You know, one of the things I encounter is I talk to people about their life and and what they might do with their careers or what they might do long term. And the number one things I hear people say to me are, number one, I'm frustrated. (laughs) And number two, I'm bored. I'm bored by doing the same thing every day. I'm bored by what's happening in my life. I mean, it starts when we're little, right? Yeah, I see the head nodding, right? Right? It's summertime, and our kids are going to be home, and what are we going to hear? We're going to hear, I'm bored! Uh, Already? Already, yeah. Right? Meeting the living God is the opposite of boring. I think we're bored because we have not invited God to change our lives, to challenge us, to transform us. And as a community, that's exactly what we're doing. We will be, we will be transformed by meeting the living God this summer. We will be transformed by that word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword. We will be transformed by the word that will guide us change our hearts, our minds, and our lives. If we, as Moses says, talk about it. When you're away and when you're at home, when you lie down and when you rise, which is all the time, all the time. May you, friends, be transformed by this encounter with the Word, who is our salvation and our life and our God.